And our conversation today with Howard Tolman is sponsored by CareerVision.org. Yep. And admit that the, the times, they're changing. And I feel like we have been here before, where we've been at moments in our existence where politics kind of dominated conversation in office settings. And today, Howard's article on Inc.com is titled, Face It, You're Going to Have to Manage Politics at Work. Howard is the founding executive director of the Ed Kaplan Family Institute for Innovation and Tech Entrepreneurship. He is a longtime CEO of 1871, which is ranked the number one tech digital startup in the world and currently the general managing partner of G23B LLC, Investors and Disruptive Innovators. You you know about starting businesses, you know about running businesses, you know about funding businesses and politics at work. It's going to be something that everyone has to manage, right, Howard? Yeah, I mean, I look, I think it's inevitable. I, you know, there are companies that have tried to say, look, these topics are out of bounds for the office. There's companies that have said maybe it'll all go away after next week's election. Um, and there's companies that think that their employees are all sort of of a similar mind. And none of that is right. <laughs> and, you know, you've got people coming back to the office for the first time after two years with all kinds of different ideas. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess under the best of circumstances. But what's worse is that, you know, we don't have, it's not like we have a single source of truth. Everybody's got their own facts, their own stories. And so part of the article was about what, what can you do to try and get everybody to just take a breath and think for a minute about what's going on and try to, you know, be sensible about some of this stuff if they're going to inevitably discuss it at least they ought to be speaking from facts did you coin the term truth decay yes i did as a matter of fact i sort of liked it i thought it was it reminded me of uh, the dentist uh, almost <laughs> equally good. painful it's really good <laughs> that in uh, in post-truth world i'm like oh my god are we in a post-truth world well listen for sure we you know we have uh, at least three sides to every story these days. And, you know, you just can't conduct business like that. Not to mention that, you know, if your employees get into it with your customers or your clients or anyone else, that's even worse for business. So it's it's just going to be a mess. I mean, it, you know, these are, are very troubled times in all kinds of ways. And I'm just hoping that uh, these elections work out. You know, it's, uh, it's not clear what a good result would be because it's so it's so mixed up in so many ways. But at least I do think that uh, once it's over, if we have at least people who are willing to accept the results, then maybe we can get on with getting back to business as normal uh, post-pandemic because we're still in the throes of that. You know, they just uh, came out with a big survey that said that uh, all of this stuff about increased productivity uh, it was true during the heights of the p- pandemic, but now it's like everybody is taking a break and uh, productivity is going in the other direction. So that's not good news for employers. That's not good news for business. Howard's article, Howard Tolman's article is on Inc.com. It's titled, Face It, You're Going to Have to Manage Politics at Work. And one of the lines says, but in the war on truth that we're living in, doing nothing is a sure way to lose Democracy needs a ground to stand upon, and that ground is the truth. But everybody has their own truth, 
And it's so different than the person that is seated next to you. Their truth is completely different. And part of yeah. that has to do with searching. Talk about the search engines and and how we could all search the same thing. We could all type in boots right now, and the results that would pop up on our computer screen would be completely different. Well, look, if you went to if you went to Amazon and the person right next to you went to Amazon and, and you both typed in boots, uh, you know, one of you, if you were a cat owner, would get a whole different page from Amazon than if you were worried about footwear. I mean, you know, everything is customized and personalized based on what advertisers want to tell you and what messages they want to get in front of you. It's very sad that kids think that you can Google something and get an, uh, an independent answer. You get what uh, anybody paid the most money for to put in front of you. Uh, it's the same with most of the search engines. And, and that means that, you know, uh, the best thing we can tell our kids is look twice, you know, second source this stuff. And I mentioned a, a company started actually by a Chicago guy as well, uh, Jim Warren, uh, called NewsGuard. And what it does is it, it has professionals and they rank different sites so that at least you get a little indication of, hey, this is something that you can rely on or this is something that's just propaganda or this is just something that has crazy theories. Um, but, you know, we need to do that. We need to take the time to slow down and say, does this make sense? And is this just something that I'm uh, imagining or that somebody's making up? And we, we don't really know. You know, we look at it and we see it on the screen and we think it's the truth. And that's pretty far from the truth these days. You also mentioned a Naperville teenager and a company that they launched. Yeah, well, what is that, that about? What a great, what a, what a great story that is. So this this is a girl who who invented this idea when she was a teenager. She's now at Stanford. Her name is Tricia, and it's called Rethink. And and what it does is, if your kid is on social media and they're about to send a nasty tweet or uh, put something on Facebook, and believe me, there's bullying and this stuff goes on every single day, you know, in the millions, uh, it brings up a message and says, do you really want to say that? And, you know, when kids are sitting in front of a keyboard, not in front of somebody, they're, they're more apt to say anything, as is everybody. And this is a system that has helped to really cut back on bullying because it says, think about it for a minute before you send that. And so it's been huge. It's in like 70 countries now, and, and it's it's really helping to reduce bullying and the idea of the NewsGuard thing was sort of the same thing. It was like, hey, before you run off and tell 12 of your friends that uh, we just found, you know, men on Mars, uh, maybe you ought to check it for a minute, you know. And, yeah. and it's that same idea. It's, it's trying to put a little hesitation, a little, you know, sort of rethinking into what we do before we just fire off uh, or retweet stuff that we have no business, you know, doing. Lightfoot fired off something today. She is demanding a statewide ban on what she calls weapons of war following the mass shooting in Chicago last night. Is it a little too late for that because she didn't jump on it when it was a Highland Park issue? Not that you know, that's she, her she city, hasn't, she, has, she hasn't jumped on anything. I mean, you, you, you barely hear from her when every you know weekend we have these crazy things, all that stuff with the drifting of the cars. I mean... When they take over whole neighborhoods and there's 100-car caravans and they outnumber the police and you don't hear a word from her, it's crazy. But the, the latest one was this morning. You know, there was this guy who was uh, robbed in Logan Square, 
And, uh, you know, he was walking his, his grandson, I think, to school, and they, they are in the car to school. And a couple of robbers, you know, jumped into his car with guns and took his wallet. And lo and behold, uh, you know, he started yelling for the police, and a couple of policemen came out from some building where they were taking a break and shot at him, interestingly enough, as they drove off, but didn't catch him and didn't, you know, fortunately didn't hit any bystanders. The crazy thing is Logan Square is is four blocks from where the mayor lives, and there are like 70 policemen who were on her detail around her house and the alleys and that whole neighborhood. You couldn't pick a stupider place to do a carjacking. (laughs) And yet yet it happened, and the guys got away with it, you know. Oh, my gosh. We always love when you jump on the show, Howard. Check out his article. It's on Inc.com. It's called Face It. You're going to have to manage politics at work. And, boy, that's the truth. Politics at work, at the temple, at church, in your neighborhood. It's everywhere. Thanks for being a part of the show. You're welcome. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Steve has your news from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom coming up next. WGN. 